Hi friends, thanks for tuning in to Intuitively Her Podcast, where we talk about personal development, spirituality, psychology, metaphysics, and anything you need to transform your life. Hi friends, welcome back to Intuitively Her Podcast. Today I have a special guest and her name is Brittany Harris. She is the founder and CEO of Grace and Guidance Coaching. I'm just so excited to have her today because I heard her on a podcast not too long ago and it's just amazing that I'm able just to reach out and connect and and have her on my on my podcast. So hi Brittany, welcome. Hi Andrea, thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited. Of course, thanks for making the time. Yeah. And, yeah. So can can you share your background, your where you're from, how you got into your 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 founder and CEO? Like that's that's amazing. I want to hear more about it. <laughs> yeah. So um, I currently live in uh, Studio City, California. Um, I've been a California resident for about ten years, uh, a little over ten years. I moved out here um, to go to grad school. Uh, from Louisiana. So that's kind of like the background background is I'm, okay. I'm a country girl um, from <laughs> Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And I moved uh, to San Diego initially to go to grad school, like I said, and I got my master's in healthcare administration. Um, I stayed in San Diego for about five years, uh, started wellness coaching, um, just because the job market for a master's trained administrator just wasn't ideal in San Diego at the time. Um, Mm -hmm. So I had been on this journey of like getting myself healthy and um, the company that I was with had an opportunity for me to become a wellness coach through them. Um, Mm -hmm. So I did that for a couple of years um, and then got the opportunity to fulfill a lifelong dream of becoming a flight attendant. So I went off (gasps) and did that. That's so awesome. (laughs) I know. it's Everybody's like, that's so random. I'm like, yeah, it is. Um, (laughs) But it's been a lot of fun. Uh, So I've been a a professional flight attendant for the past five years. And I put my coaching business on the side. I kind of, um, when I got the job, I found other coaches within my organization that were had openings and, and sent my clients off to them, made sure that they were all in good hands. Um, and then I went off to just kind of travel and, and see the world and do something different. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've always had that itch to get back into some form of healthcare, um, wellness, coaching. Um, that's really where my heart is in helping mm-hmm. people Um, just feel better about themselves and get into a better space. Um, And being a flight attendant, um, one of the biggest um, ailments that flight attendants have is depression uh, because you are, the the job is very glamorous on the outside, Mm -hmm. um, but you spend a lot of time away from home, especially in the beginning, you're away from home, you miss really important events, you're in strange cities that you may never have been to. And while it's really cool because you're checking off bucket list things, yeah. you're dealing with a lot of um, alone time. Um, and so for me, I had struggled with depression in the past and, and that environment just wasn't um, the best situation for me having a history of depression. So I started to get really depressed and just really sad about a lot of things um, and just being away and like missing weddings and birthdays and holidays and stuff like that. Um, So I went on this journey of um, just getting myself back to a well state. Um, I'd lost a bunch of weight and just wasn't really happy. So 
I got into um, therapy and found a really good therapist. And she introduced me to different um, methods of dealing with my depression and and coming out of that. Mm -hmm. And in that, I um, came across uh, Catherine Zinkina, whose podcast you mentioned I was Mm -hmm. on earlier, um, Brooke Castillo, and like all these different, Gabby Bernstein, like all these different Mm -hmm. spirituality, wellness coaches um, that taught you how to get yourself to a place of just being happy and finding your purpose. And um, without the medication, because I had gone that route, I didn't want to be on that on medication forever. Yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Um, if you need it, that I, I'm an advocate for it. It just wasn't right for me. Mm-hmm. Um, because I was so mentally resistant, the medication couldn't work, wasn't able to do its job. Yeah. So it just wasn't something that I was at a point where that I was ready to accept in my life. Um, mm-hmm. And so I wanted to try other things first. And so I was able to, through a lot of therapy and a lot of personal development, a lot of self-work, a lot of spiritual work and reconnecting with my spirituality and my, my faith, mm-hmm. um, I was able to get to this place where I controlled my happiness and I didn't really know what that was or how that even worked. You hear people talk about it, but I was like, yeah, right. Like that's mm-hmm. not real life, you know? <laughs> um, and so when I learned how to do that, I was like, oh my God, this is life changing. Yeah. And I have to show other people how to do this. Um, so I started toying with the idea of getting back into coaching and I went back into weight loss, weight gain coaching, wellness mm-hmm. coaching. Um, but that kind of didn't fulfill that itch that I was feeling of where my soul wanted me to go. Mm-hmm. Um, so in November of last year, I, I launched Grace and Guidance, which is my coaching company. Mm-hmm. Um, and we focus on or I focus on um, helping Black women get to this space because there's a lot that we deal with as as uh, Black women, mm-hmm. and going to therapy or seeking out help outside of the church is really frowned upon, mm-hmm. um, and it's a huge stigma. And when I got past all of that and was able to combine my religious faith with New Age spirituality and therapy, I created this this balance and this like bubble of what became the new version of me and Mm -hmm. my friends saw it my family saw it um i was able to set boundaries that for my entire life i could not um and i i felt like every woman especially black women needs to know what this feels like and needs to know how to have true control over her life Mm -hmm. without being apologetic about it or feeling bad or being shamed into like well, you could have turned to Jesus or you could have gone to church or you like, yes, that's an avenue that you can take. But we as co-creators are given free will so that we can create this awesome reality. Yes. Um, and I def, I, I was like, I have to share this. Like, I just can't keep this to myself. This is just too great. <laughs> yeah, no, I can relate. I can relate to you. My, um, my stepdad's a pastor. So I was raised really just Christian, old school, very, just very mm-hmm. strict, you know? So I definitely, I feel that like, a lot of guilt and just seeking anything outside of the Bible or outside of Jesus is just like, that's against God or that's, you know, so I can completely, right. I can completely relate. It's, it's, um, it's so amazing that we have, you know, phones and technology that we can get this information and, and just, just combine it all together and make whatever works for us. And that's the beauty of it. Like, right. Yeah. It's powerful. What a time to be alive. Right. Like I know. And just that, that freedom of knowing, like I, you know, I, I attend church 
um, still and Mm -hmm. I go to Bible study and, you know, I bring up things in my Bible study and they all, they've all gotten used to, our group has been together for, I think, two years now. And so Mm -hmm. they've gotten used to like me just coming with my like off the deep end comments sometimes, but it's, (laughs) it's, it's interesting to look at Christianity and all the ancient um, kind of forgotten religious practices and they're all they're all saying the same thing Mm -hmm. you know they're all saying that we have we have this being whether you believe in God or Buddha or Mm -hmm. uh, a higher power we have this being that has set out a path for our life but we get we get to choose if that's the direction that we want to go or if we want to do something else or if we want to get there a different way Um, and I think when you allow yourself the freedom to step outside of the the man-made rules of religion Mm -hmm. and the man-made rules of Christianity, you can really create things that God absolutely wants us to have. Um, But it's, it's stepping away from the, that pack, you know, and that's the hard part is, is having the courage to walk away from that and say, you know, I still believe, but I choose to get there this way. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I feel like us, us just leading by example is the biggest, is the biggest secret to that. Right. I feel like yeah. before when I wasn't balanced mentally, I was, you know, I, I was just, I knew that this wasn't really, you know, helping me. And I just got more guilt in church rather than, you know, the love and compassion that I mm-hmm. wanted to express for myself and others. So when I, yeah. So when I, when I, I was, I got out of that zone, I just got more within myself. And obviously I reached out to a lot of just, mentors and just you know going to taking courses just listening to podcasts i i don't know if you heard of wayne dyer have you heard of wayne dyer i have yes. yeah i've he's watched one, a couple youtube videos yes um, he's one of my favorites and he, yeah he says he just says the same thing at the end of the day all the ancient teachings were were there at that time to help those people at this time but since we're evolving so quickly and we're in a different completely different world today we can use that as like our our ground i guess our groundedness to bring us I don't know, just to evolve with it and not, um, right. yeah, just not have us, um, yeah, just stuck in the past, you know? And yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I agree with that. I think, um, I think there's, everything has a foundation, right? And everything yeah. has, uh, like you said, a grounding, a grounding point. Mm-hmm. And if your foundation is solid, you, you always have something to come back to and something that, you know, that you know to be just and right and true. Um, and as long as you have that grounding foundation, I don't think you can stray too far into what people call like the woo woo world. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't think you can if you, if your foundation is, is solid, regardless of what religion you yeah. identify with or resonates with you, you know, like as long as that foundation is there, that's your guiding compass, I guess. Mm-hmm of of how to navigate everything else absolutely I love that (laughs) (laughs) thanks for sharing that yeah no so so have you always felt this calling to help others and you you said you've been in bible study like um yeah so I I've always been the the girl that gets in trouble for like talking too much and like taking up other people's fights. Like I, I used to get in a lot of trouble because I would, you know, somebody would be like 
say being mistreated in in a class right mm-hmm. and and they may not speak up for themselves but I'm the one that like I'm gonna be like oh no this is wrong like mm-hmm. you can't talk to them like that that's absolutely not okay and so I think I've always had that space I have a younger sister so I'm I'm an older child um I'm also on one side of the family I'm the oldest grandchild on my dad's side so I've always had people kind of looking to me to to determine like well what should we do or Mm -hmm. like how should this go or you did it so there's always been that pressure of being perfect and getting things right and setting a good example and not messing anything up Mm -hmm. and over the years, I've, I've been able to turn that what used to be like a stronghold on my life of like, oh, my God, I can't mess anything up. Like everything has to be right. I can't. I have too many people looking at me to screw up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've turned that into a well, let me lead by example, because not because I don't I want to be perfect, but because through what I'm doing somebody else may learn something. And so it evolved into like this teaching role versus a pedestal. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's kind of where that desire to want to help people has come from. Mm-hmm. Um, that and my mom had me in like every volunteer thing possible. I was an altar server. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was a candy striper. Yeah. Um, I was, you know, in 4-H. And so I was always in some type of service organization um, as a kid. Mm-hmm. And I think she, and she's a nurse. And, and so I think it was just planted in me that like, you're going to, you're going to figure out ways to help people get through the rough parts. Yeah. Um, yeah. So kind of. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. So during these rough days, during these rough times, what, what have you done to, to bring yourself just to ground yourself here too? Because obviously like being a woman of color, like during these times, it's just, it's just, it's just like a, like, it's just a, what a, what a time to be alive, but in the best way right. possible. And like, what have you done to like, really get yourself um, like outside, out, out of the dark and out of the, you know, the sadness that it, it has brought, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So um, it has been, it's been interesting for me. Um just because I, I do think that I'm an empath. I, I want to get, like, I want to go and do um, an ancestral, like, deep dive mm-hmm. into past, you know, past lives and things oh, yeah. just to see kind of where, where I've been before. Um, but I'm, I find that I'm be- very um, empathic. So mm-hmm. I pick up a lot of people's energy. Um, and so it, it has been, difficult to kind of shed all of that off mm-hmm. um and not harbor it um it I have to be very conscious about my space and like what I'm doing and especially being in a coaching you know in a coaching profession mm-hmm. where my job is to help other people get through this so I really have to make sure that I'm on point yeah so mm-hmm. I have to really um con- control what I consume um I'll I'll only give myself a certain amount of time to watch like the news or either that it, whether that's on TV or on my phone. Um, I, I can't have it just running in the background. Like I'll watch it, figure out what's going on for the day and then turn it off. And then mm-hmm. I'll go do other things. And then maybe later in the evening I can watch another say hour or 20 minutes 
Um, but I can't sit and watch that all day um, because then it keeps me in this really negative, low vibe um, place. So that's the number one thing that I do is like, I really control my consumption. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something that I think everybody can do, right? Is um, if you if you limit what you're intaking, you don't want to be completely blind and, and oblivious of what's going on in the world. But you don't have to sit there and watch it six and seven hours a day or have it running in the background while you're doing, you know, cleaning or anything like that. Um, another thing is I journal. Um, so I created these journal prompts that are available on my Instagram and I, I gave them to my audience for free. You just have to download them. Um, yeah. And so it's journal prompts specifically for trauma, uh, healing Mm. because a lot of what's going on right now, um, creates, for black people, you know, to mm-hmm. consistently see people that look like them murdered on camera on national TV, that creates a trauma loop. Mm-hmm. And so then when it happens again, you get the same PTSD that soldiers get when they come back from the war. Yeah. Um, and until we actually go in and do the shadow work to heal all of that and dig all of that stuff out and clear it from our field, clear it from our mind, clear it from our subconscious. Um, it's just going to keep getting worse. So um, that was something that I came up with, uh, with this, you know, recent, um, with recent events with Breonna Taylor and George Floyd. Mm -hmm. I was like, there has got to be something that is, we have to try something different to heal, right? The protesting, that is one way of healing that, but that's more geared towards creating action. And then you leave the protest and you feel super heavy it's, it's, you've taken on the energy of the crowd mm-hmm. and, and every protest that I've left, I immediately like, I'm wiped for the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. I, ha- I go take a nap. Like I, I cannot, I can't function. It's, it's like, I need to watch Disney or, you know, like <laughs> something like I'm watching cartoons and yeah. So, um, I created those journal prompts specifically for that. And that's been helping, um, because it, it, like some of the questions are like, how do you feel today? How would you feel if you got rid of this emotion? Like, what does that say about you? Um, so it goes into really deep diving of, mm-hmm. of healing. Yeah. Um, and so that's been, been super helpful. Um, I sage and Palo Santo my house. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I try a lot. Um, and I also do visualization, but I do mine in the shower. So I um, had seen a technique, um, I don't know, probably about two, two years ago now. Um, and I have no idea where I even saw it. I think it was either on Instagram or on some YouTube video I was watching. Mm -hmm. Um, but they talked about, uh, the girl I was watching talked about how for her visualization, she does them in the shower. And as she's like rinsing her body off, she's visualizing everything that she doesn't want, like going down the drain with the soap Mm -hmm. and the water and all that. Mm -hmm. And so for me, that's been like super powerful, um, and it's been effective because just sitting there, like sitting in meditation and trying to visualize my mind is running a mile a minute and I can't focus. Mm-hmm. So I had to find the form of meditation and visualization that worked for me and like seeing things that just that, that, um, cause I can actually see like the soap rinsing off and the water rinsing off. Um, so it, it helps me like get into that mind state of, okay, all of this like sadness and heartache and pain, like it's all, it's all going down the drain and I don't have to deal with it anymore. 
Exactly. That's why I feel like that when we cry as well. It's like it's literal. It's a literal release, right? Mm-hmm. So we're and we're eighty, we're almost eighty percent water. So to picture the water literally cleansing that emotion off of you, that's that's powerful. That's, that's yeah. a really good technique. <laughs> just just so my listeners can try that because that's yeah, I've done that, but I didn't realize I was doing that. That's amazing. Yeah, but, yeah. Like when I felt like overwhelmed, I just shower and I just whatever I need to cry because I am very sensitive too. I definitely feel like I'm an empath. But um, yeah. So that's that's awesome that you did that. That's yeah. And the, and the cool. crying, like I, I allow myself to cry. Like I used to be like, oh, you can't cry. Like you have to suck it up and like you're strong and be the strong one. And that's such crap. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's just not, it's not healthy. Um, it's not productive. And sometimes I will just sit and I will turn on whatever music I need to turn on to induce crying. I will turn on whatever movie I need to turn on. Mm -hmm. And I just, just sit and just cry. And you're right. It's just like, everything is just leaving your body. And then you can, then you can think clearly and then you can come up with a solution or an action plan. But when you're sitting in all these emotions and all these feelings, it's really hard to think straight and Mm -hmm. to think about what is best when you're in that space. Um, so you have to do something to get all of that kind of off of you. Um, and then, then you can start fresh and like try again. Definitely. So journaling, doing visualization techniques, meditating, crying, just allowing you to allowing yourself to feel is the most important during these times. Right? Yes, definitely. I feel like trauma, I mean, we all experience trauma and it all feels different, you know, for everyone, right? That's right. That's the biggest thing to understand too, that some people can just be not, not understand that. Like it's a lot deeper than, you know, than you really realize and, and that's okay, but it's just, how can we move it into something positive? Because it's, yeah, I feel like it, um, yeah, like we, it's just, it's there to interrupt our, like our program where you're just going mm-hmm. on autopilot. Right. Mm-hmm. And then something just big happens like COVID. And then, and then obviously the, the, this video is being released. Like all these things are just like trauma, trauma, trauma. And just to have that ability now and to see it for what it is and to move it forward is just, that's the key. And I'm, and I, I'm just trying to understand it myself from, for myself and for those around me too. Um, but yeah, thank you for sharing that. Yeah, no, you're welcome. And thanks for sharing that. Like it is, it is that space of like, we've been 2020 has just kind of been one thing after the other, right? And Mm -hmm. it's, it's, we haven't had a moment to breathe. We haven't had a moment to sit down and process what's going on. Um, And so it's, it's really necessary to, to feel what you're feeling. And we live in a society where if you show your feelings, you're weak or you're, you know, you're whatever, you know, Mm -hmm. there's always something negative tied to feeling your emotions. And that's one thing that I tell my clients is you are entitled to feel what you feel. You are, you are entitled to your feelings. You deserve your feelings. You you have a right to have your feelings. Mm -hmm. Um, And you have to feel them because if you don't, and I know this from experience, you know, if you keep burying them and burying them and burying them and not dealing with them, at some point, you're going to run out of places to, to hide things and it's going to need to come out and it's not going to come out in a way that you will be able to control it. Mm. 
And it could look like depression. It could look like a fit of rage. It could look like sadness. It could look like anxiety. It's, it's going to come out the way that it, that your body needs it to come out. It can come out as an illness. Like, so you have to get your, you have to allow yourself the time to feel what you're feeling. And when you do that, then you can, like I said, then you can, can sit down with a clear head and you can come at things from a, in the now and a present place versus I'm, let's say, for example, it's like a discussion with a loved one that you're, you know, somebody's irritated you and you have a problem with, with a loved one, like with a a girlfriend or something. And, Mm -hmm. and say you've been mad with her for like three months, but you haven't said anything over those three months. And then you guys hang out and she says like the slightest thing wrong and you explode. And she's sitting there like, what in the world are you talking about? But you've been mad for three months. Mm-hmm. And so now you want to now you want to address what happened three months ago with what's happening right now. And it seems like an inflated emotion on the other side of of the discussion. It's mm-hmm. like, well, why are you like, what is what is really going on? Like, why are you so upset? And that we do that with ourselves. We get really, really mad. We don't we don't take the time to grieve or to deal with our feelings in the moment. We push them down. And then when they do come out, then you have this kind of inflated reaction to what happened. And then you get mad at yourself. So now you go through this self-hating moment of like, I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have said that. I, I should have did this. I could have handled it this way. Mm-hmm. When if you would have just taken the time to feel what you felt and address it, then all of the, the rest of that train would have never happened. Yeah. Definitely. It's like, it definitely creeps up on you one way or another, whether mm-hmm. it's like, you, yeah, you can be mad at your boyfriend or you can be mad at your mom. And just, it really does. Cause you, you like, we're just so used to projecting it until we become aware of where, where we're feeling that or why. The, right. And yeah, that's, it's really important. Like, cause I just feel the feelings and, but just, that's, I don't know where I heard it from, but like, it's okay to get mad. It's okay to get angry. It's okay to feel all these feelings, but to stay there is a problem because then right. that's when it grows. Because, you know, our energy, I mean, our emotions are just energy in motion. They're just flowing, right? So we have to really just allow them to c- get outside of us. And, and um, yeah, I think it's, it's important, super important right now. Yeah, especially right now. Like, As it's a- just because there's so many emotions going on. And I think, I, I also think, especially as women, I think we need to give ourselves the grace of flowing through those emotions and knowing that it's okay to be angry right now. And then 20 minutes later, you're happy. It's mm-hmm. okay. And you don't need a reason. You know, you don't, you, we always try to find like, oh, she's in a bad mood because she's PMSing or, oh, her boyfriend broke up with her. So she's in a bad mood. Well, maybe she's just in a bad mood because she's in a bad mood. Like mm-hmm. you're allowed to just have an off day. Mm-hmm. You're not allowed to take that out on other people. You know, that's where it's like, okay, boundaries, mm-hmm. but, but yeah. you're allowed to wake up and just be in a crappy mood and not, not be, not want to be bothered. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think as women, we are faced with the struggle of everything has to have an explanation because we have to be able to explain to other people why we don't want to talk to anybody or why I don't want to walk around with a smile on my face today. Mm -hmm. You know, because we're women, that's what we're told we're supposed to do. And so I think a lot of women 
don't take the time to feel their emotions because they can't explain their emotions Mm -hmm. and that you don't need an explanation. Exactly. Yes. I love that. Sometimes we just, we get so caught up in trying to understand why, but it's like, Mm -hmm. don't even understand why, just feel it and let it go. (laughs) Exactly. Like feel it and, and bye-bye and go on with, you know, whatever else comes up with your day. But I, I agree with you on that one. I think, I think we just need to let it flow. Um, because so many other things would fall into alignment if we allowed ourselves to just flow through, flow through it all. Mm. What does alignment look like for you or feel like for you, Brittany? (laughs) (laughs) Um, so some days, you know, some days alignment looks like not getting out of bed until, you know, 12 Mm -hmm. and, staying in pajamas, um, alignment for me, I've learned it, it fluctuates, um, because I, I used to live a very structured, regimented, almost, I have to be perfect life. Um, Mm -hmm. and that was completely out of alignment. I thought that was what I needed to do and what would get me certain boxes on the list of things to accomplish in life checked off. Um, and so over the years, I've learned that alignment for me looks like doing things that make me happy, doing things that don't cause unnecessary conflict, um, and doing things that feel good to me. Now, not everything feels good, right? And not everything is peachy and perfect. And and I've learned that my best alignment is accepting that life is 50-50, um, you're going to have 50% good and 50% bad. Some days it might be an 80-20 day. Some days it might be a 90-10. But the average of, of my days will be good and bad. And accepting that duality exists. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, that's that's when I'm most in alignment is when I am not trying to force things that don't want to be and not trying to rush things that are yet to be. Um, mm-hmm. Just being in this space of accepting I am where I am. I'm happy. I'm doing things that fulfill me. I'm not causing anyone else any hurt, pain, shame, or anger. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm in control of my actions and I'm accepting the whole picture. Mm-hmm. Acceptance. Yes. Acceptance. Yeah. Yeah. And That's it's tough. <laughs> I know. It is tough. Like, and it's one of those like, practice what you preach. You know, you, you can, you can coach people to death about it. You can advise people to death about it. But then when you sit down and you're like, okay, now I have to apply it to my own life. Like I have to accept things. I have to accept, you know, that things may not look the way that I want them to look in certain aspects of, of my life, but I'm getting there Mm -hmm. and learning that the road to getting there for me doesn't look like the road to getting there for someone else. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, you know, that's, that's the, the, the meat I feel like of, of acceptance is, is really recognizing and understanding and, and for lack of better words, accepting mm-hmm. that looking left and right is not going to get you to where you want to be. You can only focus on your own lane. And when you're focused on your lane, you have no choice, but to be in alignment. Because you're only focused on what you want and where you're going, 
Um, and when we start looking at other people and comparing ourselves to other people, you're not accepting where you are on your journey. And so you're not in alignment. And so mm-hmm. for me, that's, that's kind of my, that's my meter for when I'm out of alignment. Um, cause I can have a really good day and have, you know, done things that made me happy and made me smile and checked off all those boxes of being in alignment. Mm -hmm. But I had a moment where I was comparing myself to another coach on Instagram or another woman that I saw on the street or whatever, you Mm -hmm. know? And then for me, that's like, okay, well, you weren't really in alignment because you're not focused on you. You did things that you had a good day, but you weren't really in alignment with the things that you say you want for your life because you, you stepped outside of that to compare. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's, that's kind of how I keep track of it and mm-hmm. how I know when I'm there and when I'm not. I love that. That's powerful. It's yeah. Like, you know, staying in your lane, just, it bring, it just gives you, it allows you to just bring your energy all back to yourself. So mm-hmm. if you're feeling off, if you're feeling like you, you know, if you need to do anything for yourself, you're, you have that awareness, you're not, and you're not expending it elsewhere. And I feel a lot of us get so caught up in judging others and, and focusing on what they're doing and why they're not doing this and whether it's family or, or lovers or friends. And I feel like that there's just so much, it becomes a waste of energy because you really can't change. You can only focus on the things that you should, you should only focus on the things that you can change. Right. Because right. Other than that, like he, it's like, you know, it's just hitting a wall. It's just, it's just not going to go anywhere. <laughs> just Right. Yeah. It's it just, and it's a lot of people are just stuck in that loop. And I know I was before my past and it's just, it's it's awareness and acceptance it's freedom for sure doesn't Absolutely. always feel that good but it does when you <laughs> when you realize hey i gotta work focus on how i'm feeling that's all that matters at this point and it's not to be selfish it's just to be like i want to be able to help others so i need to fill out my best i need to i need to be my, my cup needs to be full <laughs> like exactly yeah and i had this you know it's really funny that we're on this because i had this conversation with a friend um a few weeks ago and was helping you know him through through a couple of things and one of the things that I I pointed out to him was we are not we're not entitled we don't have the right to dictate how someone else's feel how someone else feels Mm -hmm. and so like you you touched on like it's not selfish to worry about to stay in your own lane and to focus on yourself and control your own energy and control your own feelings and focus on you. We're told by society that that's selfish, mm-hmm. but in actuality, that's, that's really all we can do is, is focus on what we can control because I don't have the right to tell you how to feel. Mm-hmm. I don't have the right to tell you, you know, what you should feel or, it, even stepping outside of like what you should do with your life or, you know, what you should be doing or should not be doing. What I find is a lot of people attach a story to moves that they make in their own life based on someone else's feelings. Mm. And, and it's like, well, I can't do this because my dad expects me to do X, Y, and Z. Like I can't mm-hmm. pursue this career path because my parents want me to do this. And if I don't do this, then my parents will be disappointed. And Mm -hmm. it's like, well, you don't get to say what your parents feel, Mm. you know, like you can only do things that are in alignment and in agreement with the life that you have decided that you want for yourself and people will feel how they want to feel about it. And you have to let them, but you can't say that that's that's coming from a very ego place of saying well what I do in my life affects how everybody around me feels Mm -hmm. and you can't control that 
But society tells us when we stop worrying about all of that and we focus on what we can control and our own energy and our own emotions, oh, that person's selfish. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you heard of Abraham Hicks? I have. <laughs> so I was listening. I was listening to one of her videos, and um, she just mentioned like the ones. Whoever says or whoever calls you selfish for taking care of yourself are the selfish ones. Because mm-hmm. how, yeah, like if they don't want you to be taking care of you, they want you to be taking care of them. So therefore, that's selfish and gen- like that doesn't, it's just like a, it's a loophole and it's just, it's not, it's not clear anymore. It's, it's just, not at yeah, all. It's, it's just so amazing that we're able to reframe these words like selfish and, and like really understanding what self-love is instead of just, you know, just the, the surface level of it. But. Right. And I think once you start, once you get a taste of that self-love and like what it actually, how it, what it actually feels like and how it can change and transform your life, the word selfish won't bother you anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, because I know for me, that's, that's what happened. You know, I didn't want to be considered selfish because I had friends and family members that were selfish or were called selfish, whether Mm -hmm. they earned it or not. And I never wanted that stigma and that, you know, dirty word attached to me. Mm -hmm. So I went over and above for people. I've, you know, gone out of my way. I've, I've given the last dollar in my bank account to help other people Mm -hmm. because I didn't want to be perceived as being selfish. And when my therapist taught me about self-love and how that was the least loving thing that I could do for myself Mm. and help me reframe that thought of the differences between choosing me over sacrificing me, the word selfish doesn't bother me anymore. And it's like, that's what Mm -hmm. you want to say? Okay, well, I wish you nothing but self-love because if you feel this, you would understand. Yeah, very true. Very true. I just wanted to, I just got inspired to say, I think the biggest thing right now, what we keep mentioning is, is feeling good. And, and like that being, that being the signal of which way to, which way to go or what, what to do um in this time. But anyways, I just, sorry, I just got like a download. Like, okay. <laughs> so basically yeah, our, our feelings are so much more important than our thoughts because our thoughts create the feelings, right? But the right. feelings are the ones that like that we marinate in the feelings are what feels more real to us and and knowing that our heart you know releases like an electromagnetic field is stronger than our mind it's actually stronger than our mind. i think it's like six times powerful powerfully magnetic oh, wow. than our mind so so if we think about like what we're manifesting or what we're experiencing in our reality it's all based on the magnetism right of mm-hmm. our field so if we're feeling good if we're we're doing the measures to to be to be not selfish. I don't, I'm trying to think of another word, man. I know. <laughs> <laughs> to be just to be full of your full of yourself in the best way possible. It, it it really allows you just to experience a different reality, no matter what's happening around us, and not like not in to say that nothing that doesn't matter what's happening around us, but we need to be grounded and balanced in ourselves to help the rest. Like that's where like that detachment has to come in, so we can so we can be able to be the light, you know, and not right. get caught up in the darkness and consumed and. It's such it's so interesting. Yeah, I love <laughs> I love that. Like that's that is super powerful because when you learn how to how to really fall into that space of not allowing your feelings to dictate your thoughts um or thinking that your your feelings control you. Mm-hmm. Um it, powerful powerful changes can happen. Um, and then you, then you know how to separate yourself 
from the feelings of say the collective so that you can shine light into the darkness, Mm -hmm. but you can't be a beacon of light if you're stuck in that loop of your feelings are controlling you. Exactly. Exactly. I, oh, I love that. That's like yeah. super, that's going to help somebody for sure. Right. Right. <laughs> I know. I, that's why I say like my podcast, if someone, if just one person gets a spark, that's all. That's that all. Yeah. That like, was that powerful, really, man. Yes. Yeah, so it sparked you. So that's all. Yeah. That <laughs> oh my God. Thank you. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So another question. Mm-hmm. I like, I, so you know how every podcast has their own questions. My question mm-hmm. is, how do you practice using your intuition daily? And oh. how, what would you suggest to strengthen that intuition for my listeners? Oh, so I, I get my downloads in the shower. Um, that's that. And, and when I'm driving, like it happens in the weirdest of times and I'm like, I I can't focus on what you're telling me. (laughs) I'm driving a car. Um, but to, I, I've really tried to figure that out or I'm still in the phases of figuring that out. Um, I, I know that I have the ability to tap into my higher self because I've done it before with help. Um, through like guided meditations. Um, and I went through a period where I was really trying to um, be able to call in my higher self like on demand and um, be able to tap into those those gifts on demand. Um, and then, you know, my ego got involved and I got frustrated because it wasn't happening fast enough. And so I kind of fell off on that training. But one of the things that really helped me get into practicing um, getting into my intuition or listening mm-hmm. to my intuition um, was guided meditation mm-hmm. and finding guided meditations that didn't instantly put me to sleep um, because soft music instantly puts me to sleep. <laughs> so it had to be like the right mix of the music had to be good and like not too sleepy um, inducing for me. But I also had to really set the intention that this is what I don't, this is what I want. I want to be able to hear my true North at all times so that Mm -hmm. I know that I'm doing what I was put here to do. Um, So I use guided, I use guided meditation for that. Um, And I also, when I wake up, um, if there's something that I really am struggling with, like I I need to figure something out or I need an answer to something. And I want that answer to come from outside of me and my, Mm -hmm. my intuition. I set the intention and I ask for it to be delivered um, in a specific way, which some people may say that that doesn't work for me. It, it does. I'll usually say like, if, you know, um, if there's a question, I'm trying to think of the last time that I did that. I had a question about something and I was just like, I am going to go on a walk today. And can you show me some sort of sign of if this is a yes or no on my walk? Mm -hmm. And then I went on a walk and I didn't, you know, I didn't press the issue. I just let things happen. And I like randomly walked past a billboard that said, yes, like it was like a biggest day like yes billboard for some like talk telephone or something like that and it was like super random and I was like okay I guess that's for me (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, but I talk to the angels and my guides and I, I, mm. I'm very vocal about, okay, I need an answer and I kind of need you guys to hurry up. Like I, I can't wait six weeks for an answer. I need an answer today. Mm-hmm. Um, and a, a girlfriend of mine was like, you're very demanding when you ask for <laughs> things. And I was like, yes, I am very demanding and I'm very clear about what I need and when I need it. And then I just wait. Um, and so I think for me that has worked um, I don't do it daily though. I probably should. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I'm, when I can't figure something out on my own and I know I need a, a higher answer or a higher help to figure out the best way to get something done, I, um, guided meditation and very specific and a little, a little on the bossy side. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. I love that. But, um, which is cool. Um, well, you well, when you said about the guided meditation, it's you know that meditation's actually proven to lower down the size of the amygdala in the brain. They've been like, yeah, they done brain that's scans. That's cool. So that's why that's probably why your intuition is it gets it becomes stronger because it's not being um it's you're not responding from the fight or flight response. The right. That part of the brain that's more active. So when you're meditating, it's at like within time. You know, obviously. It, it's from one day to the next it may not show results you know but mm-hmm. continuous practice like like within anything it, it'll definitely heighten your intuition I feel like that worked for me too just continuing daily and um yeah and it'll, it'll come naturally it'll come it'll be more first response rather than the fear yeah and I, I did notice when I was like hardcore like working on tapping into my intuition I did notice that like answers would come pretty quick and mm-hmm. like I could tap in and out pretty quickly, but like you said, it's with a, it's a practice and it's, you have to keep at it and you have to, it's kind of one of those like no days off thing, things. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I took a couple of months where I was just, I wasn't in the best of headspace. I had a lot of stuff going on in my personal life and I mm-hmm. felt so disconnected. And I remember going to my Bible study and being like, I can't hear a thing. Like the channel is just, it was literally like somebody turned a radio off. Um, Mm. And so now I'm in this, this space of trying to reopen, like trying to plug the radio back in and trying to tune, fine tune it to find my station again. Um, So for your listeners, like if anybody is trying to tap into their intuition, my biggest like advice and piece from this question would be, stay don't take too many days off um Mm -hmm. because it is it is kind of like starting over it is it's like riding a bike you you can fall back into the routine but Mm -hmm. re-establishing that channel with your intuition is not an overnight thing um you have to put the work back in to to build that trust in yourself um back up and so I'm kind of on that swing of like all right can we can we get this back going because we were we yeah. were pretty good <laughs> <laughs> um have you are you open to doing Reiki I am actually I it's funny because I had been looking for I do Reiki girl I would do, love to have oh a my gosh yes. girl yes yes, yes. I, I feel like it, it like takes away the static that's in between that connection and okay. that's what I really feel. Yeah, it's really powerful. I, how I see it is, you know, so we have the field around us, right? Mm-hmm. Quantum physics, it's called the radio field. So it's literal particles just vibrating off of us. And then that's made up of our emotions and what we're taking in, what we're putting out, what we're eating, what we're seeing, you know, what we're mm-hmm. hearing, everything just gets, it just accumulates the field. So my hands, so during Reiki or 
I don't, I don't, I don't want to say it's just Reiki because I do more hands-on healing and mm-hmm. and I do more of a prayer, just like a whole different. I I kind of make my own type of healing, but it's it's guided through Reiki. Okay. Um. So yeah, my hands just heat up, and I just go along your your whole body, your whole centers, and I it just it's like literal electricity coming out of my hands that are breaking up those particles. So when I'm done, usually with clients, they just feel so much lighter. They just feel more connected. It just allows that to to rebuild and just to clear off any stagnant energy that especially because you're, you're you're dealing with people daily and your mm-hmm. coaching self it's really important i would love i would love oh, to have that yes i am i am sold like i'm all yes. in i yes. had looked up i went to a group uh reiki class at the den meditation uh here in studio city mm-hmm. and it was good um and it was a group class so they you know she did everybody kind of at once Mm -hmm. and I could feel like a little bit of a difference but I was able to talk to her more about it and I was like I really need to find like a Reiki healer and so I'd gone on like a little search for one and then I don't know I get I get these like intuitive downloads of like oh you should do this and Mm -hmm. if I don't act on it like right away my mind goes off on like 99 other things and then it'll pop back up and I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. I should probably do that. I should probably, do that. I should probably look into that again. And then I have to kind of like start all over. So I think I've like started and stopped this process so, so much. So I'm definitely sure that we are on this call and like divinely connected for a reason. Beautiful. <laughs> I'm so glad. Yeah, it, I definitely, I know that you will feel, you, you will feel that connection right back on. And it, it's not even me. It's just the connection between us and, mm-hmm. and your, your intention. And I do it outdoors in nature. So it's, it's a whole, it's a whole pretty ceremony. And oh, feels, I love it. It feels, it feels beautiful. Um, yeah, that's awesome. I love it. Yeah. So we'll definitely have to talk about that. I love that. Definitely. Um, so is there anything else you'd like to share? And, and, um, just before we, before we close out. Yeah, I just, I definitely want to say thank you. Um, for your listeners, just kind of a sneak peek into the behind the scenes, like Andrea dropped into my DMs. And (laughs) so this was like very unexpected. I mean, Hey, listen, shoot your shot. I, I am, that is my motto for the rest of 2020 is just to shoot your shot. Um, I, and maybe that's what I'll close out with is, is to shoot your shot. And what I mean by that is if there is something that you want to go after, and if there's something that you feel whether it's an intuitive thing or it's just I believe everything comes to you nothing comes to you by happenstance or by circumstance like everything kind of comes to you at the time and the moment that it's supposed to and Mm -hmm. um just a little bit like a quick little thing I was on a podcast last week that connected Andrea and I and it's all because I slid in her dms Um, and she, Catherine had posted something and I like commented back and I know she runs her own social media and I was still very surprised that she responded and her response was the offer for me to come onto her show. And Mm -hmm. I was in a place with my business that like, I was, I'm, I'm just getting started, um, for the, you know, for the second time, but I've, I've also completely changed my focus of my business. And Mm so I'm, I'm a newbie and I'm building my following. I'm building my voice. I'm building my tribe and my community. And I'm just doing the things that, you know, I see people who have come before me doing and I'm trial and error and just trying things out. 
-hmm. and being able to be on a platform like hers and be on a platform like yours, like being on her platform led me to you, which puts me in front of all new people. And my business is better for it. I'm better for it because I'm able to spread my message. I'm able to do things that are in alignment and feel good and, and are doing good for, for women in, in the community that I don't even know. And it's Mm -hmm. all because I shot my shot. And, and I shot my and shot. you shot your shot. <laughs> and so like when you take that time, like Drake made it, you know, a, a, a guy thing. But I want to turn this into like women can shoot their shot and mm-hmm. and you never know what's on the other side of that shot and what it could lead to. And it could very well be life changing. So I, I that's my closing thought. Just shoot. Keep shooting shots, ladies, because one of them will land and that one just might be the one to change your life. Absolutely. I believe that. Thank you. You're so where so where can they find you, Brittany? Yeah, so you guys can find me on Instagram. Uh my handle is at grace.guidancecoaching. So that's G-R-A-C-E dot G-U-I-D-A-N-C-E coaching. Um, and then you can also email me, um, but there's a link on there to email me from there as well. And that's kind of where I live. <laughs> Awesome. So that's where we can find your journal prompts too. Yes. So, um, on my, on my profile, there's a link to my bio and, uh, there's a link in my bio, sorry. And so that has a link to, um, the journal prompts, which are my free gift. Uh, if you're not a a lady of color or a black woman, they will definitely still help you. It's for anybody, any man, woman, child that is going through some type of trauma and just needs a way to start processing all those emotions and feelings. So that's, um, that's there. I also have a monthly newsletter that you can um, sign up to receive. And then I do a playlist uh, for my tribe. So I believe that my tribe of women, we're all goddesses. Um, So it's called the goddess vibes. And I release a new playlist on uh, Spotify and I'm working on getting one on Apple music uh, every month. So it's just different like women empowerment songs. Yeah. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. I'll definitely check that one out. Yeah. So I know that's my thing. And so I had like released my, it's the playlist that I use to tap into my higher self when I just need to pick myself up. And Mm -hmm. a girlfriend of mine, I sent it to her and she was like, you should release these because I would listen to this. And I was like, okay. And so I did. And she sent it to a couple of her friends and she was like, this is the best like (laughs) vibe out. Like, girl power but it's not like the spice girls but like that kind of girl (laughs) power music just to get you moving um and Mm -hmm. and feeling good and feeling sexy and fun and stuff absolutely that's so important just to you know to take care of ourselves in every way and getting our body moving and music is just uplifting yes we have so many tools that we can use to really uplift ourselves and that's what's happening and i just appreciate you for being here and sharing and being vulnerable and yeah, just allowing allowing space for me too. So. Oh, you're so welcome. And thank you for allowing me this space. I'm so grateful. And this has been an amazing conversation. And I really, really am excited um, to just hear how your listeners um, flourish from this because there's so many good gems in here. Absolutely. And we're definitely going to connect soon, okay? Thank okay, you so yes, much. you're so welcome. <laughs> I'll talk to you soon, girl. Take okay, care. Okay, thank you. If you like what you heard, please feel free to share this message. Send it to whoever you think would be inspired. My purpose for Intuitively Her podcast 
is to share diverse knowledge and how to apply it in our daily lives. I'm sending you all love. Thank you for your time.